Shalom everybody, we're continuing with where we left off in the Kutah Lachot, the section Orachayim, the laws of Birkat Hoda'ah, the blessings of giving thanks, discourse number 6, paragraph 16, where Rav Nosen is opening up a verse from Shira Shirim, Song of Songs, as it relates to perceiving the nine chambers uh, through Simcha, and that being corresponding to the Beit HaMikdash, because in the Holy Temple, that was the epitome, the climax in the world, in history, and in our lives of perceiving the infinite light through the nine vessels, through joy. <clears throat> With that said, Vanosin is just filling in more details. We went into, if you remember, Yom Kippur, which is the 10th level of holiness corresponding to the infinite light itself, which is beyond the Keter, the, which is what lays behind the Keter, which is like a type of a wall preventing a person from perceiving the infinite light. The only way to perceive it is by being bounced back in the, creating nine vessels. That's how in a fleeting perspective a person can perceive the infinite light in their life. So now with that said, Rav Nosen goes into a further detail connected to the Parsha of Yom Kippur in Achrei Mot, the preceding verse that we quoted in the last class. So he says like this, this now is understood was the blemish of the two sons of Aaron who died, who were burnt, Nadav and Avihu. Where the verse reads, there the opening verse in Parashat Achaimot, this is Vaikra chapter 16 verse 1, right? That Hashem spoke to Aaron after the two sons of Aaron, Nadav, and Avihu died, the verse, let's, let, let's see the verse inside so you can see what we're saying. Vaydaber Hashem and Moshe, Acharei Mot Shnei Bnei Aaron, Bekorvatam Lifnei Hashem, Vyamutu. Hashem spoke to Moshe after the death of the two sons of Aaron and the reason given the death of their death, Bekorvatam Lifnei Hashem, that they came close to Hashem, meaning they came too close or they came close in a non-permissible format and they died that's what actually happened and it fits in perfectly to what we're talking about here okay that their blemish was that they came close to Hashem without permission and in the wrong format and because of that they died so he explains to him because they entered the 10th level of holiness, the Holy of Holies, which in our context means they entered perceiving the infinite light without first settling and, and, and collecting and organizing their mind, without a bounce back. Without that bounce back, they cannot properly perceive the infinite light. That's what happened. They perceived it and they died because they cannot contain it. The human being, by definition, is finite. And the infinite light is infinite, infinite, okay? Two opposites. How can a finite being perceive the infinite light? It's two opposites. So this is what Rabbi Nachman's teaching us in this lesson, 24, the Kutimuram. The way to, yes, perceive it in a passing manner, because if you 
perceive it in a fixed manner, you'll disappear. You won't be finite anymore. You won't be a human being. You won't serve the purpose which Hashem created you for, which is to reveal Hashem's presence in this finite existence. The only way to do it is if it's touching and not touching, in and out, a passing, fleeting manner. That's the way to properly perceive the infinite light and have a kilm and be continuing in your ex existence in this world, which is Hashem wants. If Hashem didn't want that, then we should all be dead. The fact that Hashem wants us to live through this world, live it and experience this world, is to shine, yes, the infinite light into this world. But there's a way, there's only one way, and that it's in and out. And that's only through the misader me'ashevet ha'mochin, what he says, Rabbi Nachman, in the lesson, of organizing and structuring the mind. This was the blemish of Nadav and Aviyu. Number one, they weren't married. And he says, he's gonna, Rav Nosson is going to quote his other discourse elsewhere. Rav Nosson says that marriage is the biggest <laughs> secret and key for a man's being bounced back in order to perceive the infinite light. All the setbacks that a person has in his marriage, in his shalom bayit, in his challenges to live with a woman, is in order to, to create him a bounce back and through that, and through accepting it and, and dealing with it properly, with simcha, can he perceive the infinite light. Alright? This was the blemish of Nadav and Aviyu. And also, the, 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 the sages teach, they came in drunk. They, they, were, they, they drank wine. And drinking wine, alcohol, makes the head tipsy. What does it mean makes the head tipsy? It's the exact opposite of what we need to build the nine chambers in order to structure and settle and organize the mind, that's the key for perceiving the internet light, and being drunk is the exact opposite of that. There's no balancing of the mind. There's no organizing and structuring and settling of the mind. It's the exact opposite. That was another blemish, okay? So these are a few things mentioned, and, and also that they... Ruled the halacha in front of Moshe Rabbeinu. Another thing that the the, the, the rabbis teach as a blemish, That's also you have to wait for the rav to give an answer. You can't jump ahead and not and in an unsettled manner express this. In a sense, I mean they were big tzaddikim. It's at their level. At their level, they ruled the halacha in front of Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning that they didn't have the collectiveness and the settling of the mind. Okay, that's another blemish on Adav and Aviyu. So all these things led to them that they did something which fit in with the blemishes and the characteristics of the blemishes that they had preceding that. Not being married, being drunk, and also ruling halacha in front of the Rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu. That led them to, without a brace, without a barrier, without a bounce, try to perceive the infinite light to enter the Holy of Holies on the wrong day. It was on Rosh Chodesh Nisan when they were killed, when they died, when they were burnt. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the inauguration of the Mishkan, the tabernacle, right? Parashat Shmini, that's when we talk about the death of Nadav and Aviyu. And again, it's brought down in Parashat Achimot when actually dealing with the laws of Yom Kippur, where the reason given is that he should not enter any time he wants Aaron, only on Yom Kippur, so that he should not die like his sons did. And they came korvatam el Hashem. They had a kirva. They had a holy intent, the sons of Nadam and Aviv. They were tzaddikim. They wanted to come close, but in an improper way, no balance, no barrier. That's the only way to perceive Hashem in this world. You have to accept the setbacks as being the biggest building blocks in your life.
So going back, כי נכנסו בלא תיקון המסדר וכו'. רב נוסן says, they entered the Holy of Holies without rectifying the structuring and settling and organizing of the mind, etc. שזהו בחינת ריבוי האור וכו'. This is the concept of what's called too much light, too much intensity. You can't handle it. Okay, it's one thing that a person lived their whole life in darkness and they wake up to do tshuva or to convert, whatever. And there's a, unfortunately a greater danger, a greater blemish of going too fast. Going too fast into the light. It's called ribuy or too much light. That's even more dangerous. A person with too much light can crash and fall down altogether. A person who's far in the first place, okay, he has to wake up and he has to start building. <clears throat> But the danger of a person now who gets too intense, too much, that's again a repeat, a petition of Nadav and Aviyu. That's dangerous. That's why every Jew, when they run too much, too much light, they don't know how to put on the brake. They know when to put on the brake. Like the guy, for example, I'm going to just learn 23 hours a day and sleep for one hour, you know? And people are just over extreme to sleep on an hour and a half and just get up at midnight and stay up all day and be in Torah and prayer and go to work and everything and work on like a high. That person is ready for a crash, a big crash. That's what it's called again, Ribuy Or. That was the blemish of Nadav and Avihu. Okay? Bechinat bekorvatam bechule. This too much light is what the verse says here in Parshat Achraimot. That the reason why they died is bekorvatam lifne Hashem. They came close, too close to the face of Hashem, the, the countenance of Hashem, which is perceiving Hashem's infinite light. That you're not allowed to do. That's dangerous. You can't come close to Pnei Hashem. Right? Lo yirani Hashem v'chai. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, no one can see me and live. And that's what they wanted to see, to come close to see in a format which was, <clears throat> which was dangerous and which be a crash to perceive the face of Hashem. That's what Rav Nosim is saying. It's the exact same thing here. Shezeu bechinat, and he says also furthermore, Rav Nosim, This is also the exact same concept of the warning of Hashem in Parshat Yitro to Moshe Rabbeinu before the revelation on Mount Sinai of the, of the Aserta Adibro, the revelation on Har Sinai. What did Hashem say there to Moshe Rabbeinu? This is Shmot, chapter 19, verse 21. Pen Hashem Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu Hagbel. Well, look at the verse inside. Okay, the verse is again. Hashem in Moshe, red haed ba'am. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, go down, descend, and warn, you know, warn the Jewish people, the nation, that they shouldn't come too close when they have the, when that revelation, because that's what's going to happen. When a person saw the revelation of Sinai, the automatic tendency was to run towards it. That's why he had to put a warning and a fence around Har Sinai that, they should, that it should prevent them from going close. Right? He said, warn them. Pen Yehesu el Hashem, lest the Jewish people ruin, laharos, to ruin their standing el Hashem. In other words, they'll the come too close. Lirot, to see the countenance of Hashem, the, the, the exposure of the infinite light. V'nafal mimenu rav. 
and will fall from them many. Even one Jew falls. Nafaz in singular will fall. Rashi brings this down. Will it was considered like many fell. So Rav Nassim saying here that is exact same experience with what Nadav and Avihu went through. They had access to infinite light, and they just ran towards it. They went into the Holy of Holies with Ketoret on the wrong time, the wrong day, the wrong people, the wrong, the wrong background. They weren't married. They were drunk. A little shtuyayin, that's what it says. Well, it's open to many commentaries, of course, but that's the pshat. <clears throat> and also, they ruled the halachic ruling in front of the Rebbe. These people were not ready to perceive. They were not ready to perceive it. Okay? Rav Nosan says, this is the exact same blemish as the warning given by Hashem that this should not happen to the Jewish people. Don't let them go on Mount Sinai because with the revelation being strong and intense, if they pass that barrier, that boundary, they will disintegrate. They'll, they'll, dis- they'll fall. Many of them will fall. Rav Nosan says, this is exact same thing with Nadav and Avi in the same case. And then he says, Rav Nosan in brackets, because he's, he's gone through this concept several times in the discourses that Rav Nossin wrote based on this lesson. Rav Nossin has written on Likutei Moran Lesson 24 three powerful discourses. The one we're learning now, Birkat Hoda'a, which is the longest one, and Birkat, and the laws of Nefilat Apaim, the laws of falling on one's face after the davening, and laws of Ishut, the laws of marriage and, puri, and being fruitful and having children. So Rav Nossin says in square brackets, I, he, that he went into this already in more depth elsewhere with other points. He says, He says, See also his discourse in the section called Evena Ezer, the laws of being fruitful, which is connected to the laws of being married, marriage, and having children. Discourse number four, specifically, if you want to know, it's in paragraph number eight. Alpia Torah Hazot, based on this lesson, the Kutimur lesson 24. Ayin Sham, Rav Nosan tells you, look there. <laughs> we, was, we saw there, we've already explained that class. You can take a look on the audio recording. And also see what's coming up. We will get to this Bezrat Hashem in paragraphs 21 and 24 of this discourse of Hibrikat and he, and he says, he brings now one more point that he mentions there in these places coming up in 21 and 24, paragraph 21 and 24 in this lesson, in this discourse. Rav Nosen goes into more detail about the separation um, curtain, the parochet that was separating between the Holy of Holies and the Hechal, the chamber, the antechamber, and the Holy of Holies was separated by a type of curtain called the parochet, right? And he says, Rav Nosan, prisa. He said, explains it there, elsewhere, and also Hilchot Ishut also, in more detail also. And this is the idea of the prisa mentioned by Rabbi Nachman, quoting the Zohar in Essen 24, where he calls the Keter, which is the boundary that pushes back a person, okay? It's called the prisa. A prisa is a parus. It's spread out, separating the infinite light from the people. And he says, Rav Nosen, that this was the whole parochet, the vilon, this drape that was between the Holy of Holies, separating the Holy of Holies from the chamber, in which the Kohen Gadol had to pass through this parochet in order to enter the Holy of Holies. And it goes without saying, and Nadav and Avdi went without permission, they broke through. You might ask, you know, how come they didn't have a bounce back? 
the bounce back is for those who are willing to accept it, then when there's a bounce, they accept the bounce back. But the other people who are stubborn in the wrong way, and even with the bounce back, they force their ways forward. That's dangerous. That's bad. You get a warning sign. Hashem sends you an indication. Stop, stop. Wait a second. And the person keeps on going. And Hashem sent a warning. I warned you. I sent you a sign, an indicator to stop. And you keep on going, you're going to pay for it. That was not even of you. And this is, he said, this is the idea of the parochet, that the Kohen Gadol, Aaron, the high priest, on Yom Kippur, was able to penetrate, to go through the prisa, this wall, the keter, the corresponding to the keter, which is the parochet, and enter the infinite light, because he's going in as a representation for the whole Jewish world, the whole world on Yom Kippur, which is the 10th day, corresponding to the 10th level of holiness, corresponding to the infinite light itself, he went in to do the devotions in order to bring to the rest of the world for the rest of the year that access, even in a passing format, of the infinite light. That's why it was only one day of the year. It wasn't the whole day. He went in and out. If you noticed in the in Masechet Yoma, in describing the devotion of the high priest on Yom Kippur, he was going in and going out, going in, going out. He went in four times. That means in and out in total eight. In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. Unbelievable. Eight times. And each time he had to change his clothing. He had to go to the mikveh every time when going in and going out. So much preparation for the in and out to show you that that's the only way to perceive the infinite light. You have to be in and out. The Kohen Gadol, even on Yom Kippur, didn't stay there and do everything and then came out. He had to go in, out. Second stage, in again, out. That's how it is for our life. That's how Hashem allows us and wants us to perceive Him, and we can. But again, the prerequisite is simcha. Joy, joining them in doing the mitzvot until we reach that bounce, creating the nine chambers through accepting the besimcha. And these nine chambers, these nine vessels, allow us to perceive each person in their own life, the infinite light, but in a passing format, in and out, that it's manageable, and usable, and you can live off the Rishima, the impression left afterwards, even after that light was taken away, that experience was taken away.